Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening. Today, today is the 12th of April, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who was the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. We got a lot of good news and we got some bad news. Which one, what, what do you want first? What do you want to hear first? Uh, bad news. Bad news. The bad news is that James spent the last hour sandbagging, so I had to sit here and just wait for him to be done with whatever little cutesy art project he was working on. And but the good news to that is he did. Uh, we he does have his microphone, as you can hear. We are not using Zoom audio, uh, and we waited until after he left Philadelphia to do it. So James, thank you for carving out some time to record the podcast this week. Yeah, well, well thank you for being so flexible. I appreciate your. Your uh, your willingness to be a team player as I've as I've tried to go ISO and and get a bucket. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean the, I come down the floor in a horn set and you're like you're waving me off like no 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 the no fuck no. out of the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously we we dropped this on a Tuesday. Uh, Pistons last game of the season was Sunday. Uh, they had extra interviews Monday, so just like wrapping stuff up, it was easier for us to do um, the record the pot on Monday night and drop it Tuesday. We may, now that it's the off season, we may drop every Tuesday. Uh, we will let you mm-hmm. guys know next week. Uh, but the QTR project I worked on, I just posted, and it's essentially inside Kate Cunningham's rookie year. I've just been collecting stuff throughout the year, trying to learn what made him ready to be the face of a franchise and, and anecdotes and his leadership. Just to give it a little bit away, I don't know how much people know this. I know you know this because I've talked about it, but it wasn't all uh bells and whistles to start like as you i think i told you i think i hinted at it that one of the three main guys didn't have a great workout for the pistons that was Mm -hmm. cade um yet detroit still drafted him those intangibles they just endeared him his body of work um in college and high school and aau circuit spoke for itself um when he got to like the voluntary workouts he didn't play great like before camp people thought like well he looks like a rookie then everybody knows in camp hurt his ankle and then there was just the moment and I, I, I have a, a unnamed source in there like the moment that it really shined was um kind of the end of November the Brooklyn game the Toronto game when he was really just kind of that clutch gene show and it's like oh he's that dude yeah. um so yeah the story is really fun it's been it was a blast to cover Cade in his rookie year covering a number one pick. Um, I really recommend you guys checking that out. I also have a mock draft. I dropped it as soon as the buzzer sounded on Philly and Detroit. There's a mock draft, five tankathon spins, uh, five different scenarios. Check that out on the Athletic. You can subscribe for a dollar if you're not subscribed. Should be a fun summer. So go ahead and do that. Um, the business is out of the way. Oh wait, so, the business isn't out of the way. Uh oh. To show. You guys always show your appreciation to us. You guys have done it by the thousands and thousands. If you're a WWF fan, shout out to The Rock, who listen to this podcast every week. You guys have uh, donated money for us to do make hoodies and uh, beat tapes and all that stuff. So as we get through a season, to show our appreciation, we have a guest. We're going to drop an extra episode on Thursday with former Pistons development coach and current Motor City Cruise head coach, DJ Baker. He's going to be on the show. We're going to drop that Thursday. Uh, so you're getting two, two uh, B&C episodes this week. Yes, and this is a very big deal. 
uh, for both of us. Um, I would say I don't want to say mainly for me, but I'm I love DJ Baker, but I know that like you're boys, so you yeah, know, you I've gotten to know him well, it's, and um, yeah, it'll be fun. I think where we're gonna go with the conversation, you guys are gonna hear about like his decision to become the motor if he's gonna get into it, uh, which I think he will. His decision to be the head coach of the Cruise wasn't easy because of the talent the Pistons were accumulating, and yeah, I'll let him talk about it. But can, can I tell you one question that I asked him when I met him? Yeah. Uh, I asked him, uh, now admittedly, so here's how this went is I didn't know I was about to meet him. Uh, so they were, Dylan was like, shout Hey, out to Dylan. shout out to Dylan. He was like, we're gonna, um, I was, I like got changed into the, you know, into the Jersey and like my hoop clothes. And then he took number me down 69. to the, number 69. And he took me down to the court and he's like, yeah, DJ's over there. Like we can go talk to him if you want. And I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. So in my head, as somebody who I have to plan conversations, not because I'm afraid of silence, but just because I want to control where it's going. So as somebody who was now uh, unprepared to talk to the head coach of the team that I'm trying out for, I was like, what do I do? So I immediately went into like podcast mode and wasn't treating it like an organic conversation. And I was definitely weird. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the questions that ended up fumbling out of my mouth was uh, like, is there any pressure for you? to be coaching the G League team of a franchise that's, like, in this heavy development period and this rebuild. So it's like, is there pressure for you to really get these guys right so that, you know, if it's next man up, they can go? And turns out, what, like, five or six dudes that played for the Crews ended up suiting up for the Pistons this year. Um, More than that. Just... Remember the the COVID game where it was all Crews right. guys? And they beat the Spurs? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, so we'll get into all that. It's going to be. 100%. Yeah, he's got a great, great story, am... too, yeah. I am going to have to grill him and be like, now what? I'll save it. I'll save it. So we have DJ Baker coming on this week. We're super gassed about that. You guys can expect that to drop on Thursday. Yep. Um, okay, cool. Now, it's just other very quick things. Uh, I will be back in Los Angeles next week because uh, short-term listeners of the Bunny Cardigan show will remember that it wasn't that long ago. I think it was like a month and a half. It was actually about two months ago on the dot that on the same night I had tickets to the Batman premiere and I had Laker tickets and I didn't know what one to do. The problem was the Batman tickets were in Torrance, which if you're familiar with LA, it's just really impractical to get there. So I skipped on that and then just saw Batman like a normal person. I have tickets on Monday to go to the Chinese theater to see the premiere of The Northman. Now, for you movie buffs out there, The Northman is apparently Robert Eggers' like magnum opus, and it's like the best movie that's ever been made ever. I've been waiting for this movie. I'm very, very excited for this movie, and it'll be my first premiere. So I'll get to see it a few days before all you knuckleheads. So that's show business, baby. I will be there on Monday, April 18th. Very excited for that. That's that it. That was all gibberish, but you're happy, so I'm excited for you. My question to you was going to be, when was the last time you went to the movies? I went and saw the last movie. Oh, okay, but probably be, saw like be, you, before you see that Spider Man or something. No, uh, before that it had been years. You see like Avatar or something like that. I couldn't tell you the last movie I saw at the movies before Batman. What's your favorite movie of all time? Yeah, because you're just not a movie guy. I have. I'm a comedy movie guy. Uh, favorite comedies. Uh, Friday Step Brothers guy. I know Friday that the poster. Friday Step Brothers, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's right. And um. How to Be a Player, and then non-comedies, I love I Am Sam, um, 
what's the law-abiding citizen? Oh, wow, the Gerard Butler one, yeah. Yeah, and there's another one I really, really like. I don't know. I saw I was there was this movie that I was watching a clip from the other day. It's called Greenland, and it has Gerard Butler, who at this point for the last decade has just been playing the same character in every single movie that he's been. I'd argue the last two decades practically. Yeah. But the movie is about um, an asteroid that collides with Earth, and you know how this story goes. And I was Googling because I was like, I've never heard about this movie, and it came out two years ago. And one of the questions was like, is Greenland based on a true story? And I was like, what? This movie is about an asteroid colliding with Earth and killing everyone. Is it based on a... No, this didn't actually happen. No, what are you talking about? All right, let's 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 get back on track here. Uh, one more housekeeping thing. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Remember how we were like very adamant that we did not have an April Fool's joke? Yeah. I'm, I'm realizing... I realized this the other day and I was devastated. We're morons. You know what it should have been? And it would have been great? What? Is if you and I were like... This is now a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, and you took over Eric's spot on the beat, and oh. so we were transitioning, and we were going to be a, a Bucks podcast. That would have been incredible because people would have definitely believed that. Yeah, that'd have been funny. We'll say we'll keep so, it in the keep it in the back pocket. So next year, when we're like a Clippers pod or something, just remember that I told you this. Yeah. Speaking of old podcasts, I was listening to one recently, and it was from uh for the first like two weeks that we were doing the show, I think, and somehow this discourse came up surrounding Marvin Bagley, and somehow, <laughs> and I unleashed a take, I unleashed a take on you, James, and as I was listening to it, I was cringing. But if there's anything that I like to do, it's amending my previous bad takes, okay, and and calling myself out, so. The exact words that I used, and I'm paraphrasing here, were, uh, I don't want Marvin Bagley on my team, and I'm not kidding. And you're probably going to hear that and be like, wow, that's really lame. Why would you think that? Do you want to know what my logic was? I forgot. What was it? I I vaguely remember it. I said I didn't want Bagley, and I didn't want John Collins, because then Isaiah Stewart wouldn't have a chance. Yeah. And I thought that if you if you acquired one of them, that it would relegate Isaiah into this like role where your stock is no longer in him. Turns out that was a bad take. It's a really bad take, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's time, but Isaiah has looked really, really good as of yes. late. Um, yes. So before we get there, I guess I want to ask you: season's over. Top three or best odds at number one pick secured. Yes. They did that while pretty much playing close to 500 basketball since Valentine's Day. Give me your overall feel on this season. Happy that it's done. I can't lie about that. I'm it's it's, you know, it it, it can. Yeah, it can be as fun as it was while still being like, I'm happy. I don't have to carve out that time anymore. You know what I mean? Like, because at the end of the day, I knew. Yeah, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to amount to anything this year, so it was still, you know, a little bit taxing. I was checked out of that Philly game for, like, two and a half quarters accumulatively. Like, it was on, and it was in front of me, and I just I just couldn't I just couldn't do it. Part of it was because I was worried we were going to win. Uh, I, I Really, all you can say was that it was a, a tremendous success. I would say it was arguably more successful than last year. And last year, by all accounts, was one of the best rebuilding individual seasons that any team has had in the past a decade or two so were you legitimate say, it, i think it ended up being that way but it was it only it ended was, up being that way because we got number one it's the only reason but i was saying this year i'm saying this year it ended up being that way but it was yeah. dark yeah early like i know months. they were young and there's injuries but like even like people around the team were like this isn't how this was supposed to go 
Where was your concern level? I'm sure we talked about it before, but now that you had a chance to, now that that's in the past, where was where was your concern level from like November, October to January? Uh, my barometer or my panicometer, my panic meter, was somewhere in the middle. Like I I don't really remember ever getting to a point where I was like I wasn't the people you know who were like fire Dwayne Casey and something needs to change blah blah blah. Like you get frustrated, you get really frustrated that you know guys can't hit shots, you can't hit threes, you can't rebound, you can't defend without fouling, you can't do all this stuff, and you have to chalk it up to like you just have to contextualize it is really all that it is. So it can be as frustrating as it is while still understanding that you're playing a long game with these guys anyways, right? So the Sadiq thing was the was the biggest example, and I can I can confidently say because we talk about it at nauseum that you and I were two people in the drive seat of like relax the first month and a half has been really bad but like relax Uh Sadiq Bey is still that guy and turns out we were right um not that it was hard to be right about that I'm just saying I think you and I both did a a really good job of just kind of staying level-headed and obviously that's your job but I I gotta pat myself on the back Uh I never jumped ship I was always just kind of like yeah I was like this is a team that's bad and that's fun and it's okay um even Isaiah too like I was like everyone's like the three balls not falling he's not shooting them I was like just wait I and was there. I think it. he's carved a role. He set himself up for a role now. Like his rookie year, Isaiah got by and made noise by just being him, by being hard worker, being a pain in the ass, by outworking Bowling everybody. Bowling a china shop. Bowling a china shop. Over the last two months, he's like, and he's going to go into the summer with this in mind. I unfortunately today or on Monday during the exit interviews, I went to use the bathroom when he came in, and the doors were shut, so I didn't get to ask him this. It's very. Pissed. I was just sitting outside while everybody's in there talking to Isaiah. Uh, to go into the summer with like a clear like blueprint to what he can be. Like there is a chance next year that there is a point in time where Isaiah's like in the conversation for like an all defensive team. Like I think that is possible. If he defends the switch how he did to end this year, like I think it legitimately can be a thing. Like Hollinger wrote about it the other day. How like he basically shut down Luca and Harden. And then yes. he shot over 60% again, small sample size only took like 23s over the last month or so, but he shot over 60%. If this is a guy who can space the floor and basically be the hub of a defensive scheme, that's scary. And he hit a 3 off the dribble, a pull up 3 against Philly. He's, He's obviously showing the yeah. spot up like I'm going to write about this um next week before I go on vacation like I think he's the one most primed for a breakout. And it's not going to be like I'm saying he's going to be like a superstar, but like every I don't know if I if I'm a Pistons fan if I like automatically want somebody to come in here and like I, that puts Isaiah on the bench. Like I think there's I think we're getting somewhere. Well, James, it appears that we've arrived at the time where uh I need to get this take off. Can I ask you one more question? Yeah. Did Cade me fall short or exceed what you anticipated exceed how how did Easily. he exceed cuz you were i didn't believe a that whole... a guy like this could be on our i didn't think a guy like this could be on my basketball team i never thought that we would get it this right i i can't believe that it's that it's him and that everything that these scouts were saying and that these these report everything that you know your world was saying about him isn't just true, but like more than that. 
um, just in the it just in the way that he carries himself as a person, how he operates on a basketball floor. And we again, we don't need to go over everything that he does amazing because we do that every single week. Um, but I think uh, I definitely he was rustier than I expected him to be at the beginning of the season. But I knew that what could come with that is when he finally takes off and he finally becomes Cade Cunningham. Uh, what happened in the month of March? He has better numbers than any rookie has in the history of basketball. The only guy who was in the same ballpark was he, wait, what was the thing? He was better like him and Michael Jordan were like the only two players to ever put up X, Y, and Certain Z average. inside of a single month. And Scotty Barnes were one rookie of the month. So. Yeah. That's a thing that real. That's a real thing that happened. Um, but here's the thing. Here's my take. I'll fire this one off. Trade the pick. If you get top three, Whoa. trade it. Trade down. If you are, oh, in you're the, saying trade you are, down. I thought you meant sorry. Like, I trade thought you down. Meant like trade it for like Dame Lillard or something. No, 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 no. Don't do that. That'd be silly. Trade down. If you're two, trade to five. Trade to six. Hell, trade to seven. You could probably trade to seven. Get Keegan Murray or, or, or Benedict Matherin. That's it. Those are my guys. I need them. I, that I need is a, one of them. Listen, that's a hot take. But as I've thought about it, there are, and I wrote about it in the mock draft, the three guys, there are three glaring things that, like, I am genuinely concerned about for all, one for all of them. And I almost feel, and, like, if you do that in Chet's Chet, you look like a dumbass. Yeah. So I understand yep. the hesitation, and I understand thinking Chet is that dude from the Agreed. jump. But there is part of me that's like, could all three of those guys kind of just be blah and like Keegan Murray be just like Tobias Harris for 10 years? That Ben Math could be an NBA starting guard. He doesn't have the wiggle of McCollum, but like. uh, Not yet. I mean, we keep saying KCP, but like even maybe a better KCP who's a starting guard for a Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I think again the ceiling with those three up front is clearly higher than everybody else. But like, if you think about their games, like there is a world in which all three are kind of just like fine. Can't win a championship without great wing scores. Go get Benedict Matherin or, or Keegan Murray. Because my thing is this: is everything that you were just saying was don't take minutes away from Isaiah, and he can be your guy. Well, if you feel like you need to get an upgrade, you can get guys in free agency. I think that's Chet that's and Isaiah for. can play together, and I think that would be fun. I- I think there are anybody in this draft. I think you could. I think the only guy who I would be kind of like eh about would be Paulo because you can play him and Jabari together too. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. And I th- so I think you'd be fine. Um, yeah. I to me, I think it just makes t- complete and total sense. Maybe get you know another future first in the process or some little little toy or something like that. I don't know what it would be. Would but- you would you still say that if they ended up trading Jeremy for a lottery pick? Or would would you just then just take the top three pick and the Jeremy for pick eleven? Are you saying in retrospect if they traded him at the deadline? No, no, no. If they trade him at the draft, or they trade him before the draft, whenever you can start doing trades. My question would be, why not both? So you're saying even if they trade for another first round pick in the lottery, you still want them to trade back? Yeah. Because you, then you can get your Jeremy Grant replacement. Hello, Keegan Murray. Welcome to Detroit. Can I say something? Can I? I have to be fair. Or you could get one Jabari thing Smith, I, and he's your replacement. You can, and then you hope Benedict falls to nine, ten, eleven. I don't want this to be misconstrued. Like I'm saying, if you don't trade the pick, you're a moron. I totally agree with people who don't who think this is dumb. I totally understand why they would believe that. You're this, saying you just, just don't believe 
you're saying you have you have some doubts about the top three guys that to the point at where you're at right now, you would re- you think Keegan is just a safer pick. It's the it's the margin of of error with Ben Math and Keegan Murray that I think is just like a if it doesn't hit hit it still hits in a way that you're fine. Those are two guys who are going to be NBA players, and I don't think it's not to say that the guys in the top three won't be NBA players, but it's like if it's if if one of them is even marginally better, then people are going to be all up in arms. You're not losing with the two aforementioned guys, so. I love uh, that you're you're hitching your your horse this wagon. I really I, I'm rocking with it. This is a thought. This is a take. I'm not mad at I've it. I've been though. I've been stewing for like I almost texted you the other day and was like I might need to record a solo pod because I was like going insane in my head, being like I don't want this pick. If it's three, I don't want it. Gross. I'm I'm I respect this. But here's the thing: is this is I I have to just for posterity for the future. I need to say. That this is also contingent on the on the draft boards staying exactly the way that they are, and there's no sudden surge of like like Scotty Barnes flew up last year, Patrick Williams flew up the year before, right? So there's going to be that guy. It could be Ivy because he's fluctuating; he's all over the place. It could be Keegan. It could be Ben Math. It could be Jalen Duran, who who's a guy that we haven't talked about on this pod. I don't think we've mentioned him like at all. Yeah, Jalen Duran is like if I didn't have Isaiah. And, like, I hadn't just done the Andre Drummond thing for seven years. Yeah. I'm in on it. And I'm not saying that Jalen Duren is Andre Drummond. Not but like, mean. I'm just – I love it. Whoever drafts him, I'm on, I'm happy for you. You want to see where the Isaiah not train mine, goes. Yeah. I just can't. But Jalen Duren, man, he's – for as big as he is, he's got post moves. And he's got a soft little touch. And there are people nice. who like him in Detroit. So Yeah. And, I, and I'm one of them. And apparently Jabari Smith and no, I mean, his camp. I mean, I like, I mean like the Pistons. That's too bad. That would be devastating. I would be I so no, 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 not like top three pick like him. They like like yeah. they like him. Like if they had See, if, fall, if they fall to seven, like don't rule it out. Or if they get three or four and they move back to five or six and he's on the board, I will be disappointed in them. I will be disappointed in, in uh Troy Weaver. Just just laying my cards out okay. now. I, 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 I give myself flexibility to walk that back at a later date. I like Jalen Duran. I do not like him as a piston. Okay. But apparently Jabari Smith and his father like Jabari as a piston. I don't know if you read that. I didn't. What was said? I don't know. <laughs> but apparently <laughs> my my ear isn't as close to the street as it used to be. But apparently the word on the street is that somebody like walked up to Jabari Smith and his dad. And they were like, yeah, we want to play for Detroit. That would be cool. That is a situation that we would like him to be in. But James, you want to hear a secret that I don't need to tell you? NBA draft prospects will say anything to get drafted because that's the goal. That's what they're trying to do. So when they're like, oh, I'd love to play in Detroit. Yeah, no shit. It's because they're trying to get drafted as high as they possibly can. (laughs) So to the people who are like, oh, what could this mean? He does shoot 45% on twos. Yeah, he struggles to put the ball in. Yeah. Also has the prettiest, well, you said prettiest, I said second prettiest uh, jumper in the class. I love his jump There's shot. something nice. Yeah. Keegan Murray, I need to be fair. I do need to say something mean about Keegan Murray because last week when I did the whole, here's something I like, here's something I don't like, we left out Keegan Murray. So I say we, it was my bet. Yeah, you left uh, off Keegan Murray. I, I left I off Keegan Murray. I called you out but for I, leaving off Keegan Murray. But I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose to be totally fair. Yeah. This is how fast the ball has been rolling on the Keegan Murray train for me. Is like this last week, I'm like, yep, he's the pick. Uh, does he know how to move laterally? Because he only dribbles in a straight line. I'm, it's, I'm, this isn't a bit. If you watch him, he only dribbles straight. I think part of it is like he's so 
he was so dominant in college basketball. Like I just don't think anybody could stop him. Like it was just he's just downhill. Yeah, always. he just nobody was getting his getting his way. It was too easy. He had long strides. He's big body, like long arms. Finished like it's it was too easy for him. They'll find out. I'm so excited for it to happen. I feel it. How last year you and I privately were like, we're getting the number one pick, and we were each like, yeah. I'm just I'm laying it all out there. I we're told you my theory. This year. Oh, that's your theory. Yeah, but yours, man. I'm gonna. Be, I. I don't know why I feel differently this year. It's not like I don't want the number one pick. Of course, I want the number one pick. But I'm just like we had. We were the same exact position last year, right? Were we second or third? I think we were third. Thanks. Second. Wasn't it was Houston? It Wasn't Houston the only team that was worse? I actually looked the other day. I tossed my phone because I posted a story and I didn't want it to vibrate. Um. I think they were Detroit was second. So James, I have a little game for us. Lay do it. But before I get to the game, we need to take a quick break and we need to get a word from the Athletics new shiny sponsor. Folks, we'll be right back. Alrighty, Mr. Cardigan. Uh, you asked me to come up with some uh, end of season categories for you, mm-hmm. so that uh, you could give the. I sound like a Daft Punk sample right now. Am I having a stroke? Can we get a marble check on this guy? Because I think he's fucking lost a few. <laughs> and also, uh, at the end of the show, I'm gonna uh, say my ballot. I'm just gonna say it. F it. Are you uh, Are you allowed to do that? People have been tweeting it. KOC tweeted his out. I'm doing it. If Kevin O'Connor says anything, I believe it. Yeah, and I uh, I'm gonna go ahead and leave a spoiler. And this is why I hate voting. I accidentally, I think he'll still get on there because nobody else's, I just had a lot going on. I accidentally excluded Giannis from any, all defensive teams. It was an accident. So, but I'm pretty sure he'll be on there based on everybody else. Should have sent me voting. your ballot. Should have sent me your ballot. Yeah, I messed up. I, and I feel bad. Uh, but I had him second in MVP. Those records are public, James. Yep, I know. I'm ready for it. I'll admit it was an accident. <laughs> But you got ahead of it. You're controlling the story, so yeah. you're just like, yeah, that's actually putting a hand. If up. he doesn't make, right. if he doesn't make one, I'll be, I'll be very upset. But I think he'll make it anyway. If he misses first team by one vote, uh, you have to buy me a Giannis jersey shirt, not jersey, but a shirt. Okay. Cool. Okay, that's not gonna Gosh, happen. I'll but feel I, bad. <laughs> so funny. This is why I hate voting. Would, I don't know why. In, like in I was year. so like focused on like getting certain guys on there. Like I legitimately forgot about Giannis. So I came up with this uh, list of awards. Not to be confused with the uh, Motown No Awards. That's not what this is. Uh, this is like James's awards. This is the, J- the J- JEL3 uh, award show. Do you have like a – I just want to throw this out there since we're going to have – do we want to say who our next guest is going to be? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So Rod Beard is going to be joining the show uh, for not the next episode but the following episode. Uh, and for those of you who haven't seen, uh, the free press is not the free press, the Detroit news. Yes. Yes. The Detroit news, uh, is looking for a new beat writer to be on the, well, to be on the Pistons beat and travel with the team and be the new Rod Beard. James, my question to you is for any, uh, anybody, you know, with, with aspirations to be in the position that you're in, that Omari's in, that Keith is in, that, that Rod was in, uh, what sort of qualities and or experience do you believe are necessary in order to hold such a job? Yeah. Um, you have to have professional journalism experience. 
Um, have you worked for a paper? Have you worked for a, 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 a reputable media outlet? Have you had experience interviewing people? Have you had experience building sources? Um, joking with Rod and seeing it on Twitter, there are a lot of Pistons Twitter who, like, think they can do our job. And it was, like, a little, like, it was a little, uh, I didn't feel disrespected, but it's just, like, a little bit I insulting. Think, I don't, yeah, like, how everybody, like, was so confident. And I get it, like, for a lot of people, it's their dream job. And, like, this, they just see it, like, it's not like these beat opportunities. They're almost like the, the Supreme Justice chairs. Mm-hmm. They don't come open very often. Like, I'm 30. Um, until I decide to go somewhere else, that it's gonna be, and that's gonna be a occupied seat. Amari just got here, um, and Rod's out, and obviously, like it's not a job that's like every year. Um, and it sucks. I'm gonna tell you something right now, and I'm not trying to crap on people's dreams. You don't want that job. I promise you. Don't. It sucks. That job sucks. It doesn't suck. Yes, it does. Listen, dude. I it's had just to do, not what I, you think it is. Maybe that's the way to phrase it, and that's why I think it sucks. Because to me, the part that I just can't... There was, like, the one week that I had to be on, like, five planes in, like, seven days. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I was I was thinking about you the entire time, and I was like, I, I can't buy enough gummies to do this. I can't, I can't <laughs> afford this. Uh, so, no shot. Let's, con- let's put this into perspective for people, James. Yeah. Just so maybe people... If I applied for that job, would I get rejected? Yes. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, actually, I asked that question, and it sounds like I'm saying that I'm some sort of a hotshot. So that I that actually didn't go the way that I wanted <laughs> to. But my grandma apparently replied to one of your tweets about it and was like, uh, "Give Motown Noah the job." I'm here oh, to officially. I'm, yes, I'm here. I'm here to officially uh, state for the record, I don't want it. Good. If the athletic came to me and were like, "Well, they wouldn't," because you're. <laughs> because you're there i would be like no thanks i don't want that uh okay cool can i here's a here's a fun little question for you i'm not trying to rub you the wrong way or anything like that i'm don't, genuinely don't just rub curious. me at all so uh <laughs> let's pretend that something happens and you and i can't do the bunny cardigan show anymore who would you pick to do another podcast with Ooh, that's a good question and again, I'm not trying to like ruffle any feathers. I'm I'm not gonna. It's not gonna offend me. I'd probably reach out to Laz. That's the right answer. Yeah, isn't it? Probably I think that's the, that's like that's what it, that would have to be. Yeah. Okay. He's, cool. Yeah, All right, James. Let's... Shout out to Laz. Go ahead. Yeah. Shout out to Laz. Shout out to Chance. Uh, if the shout out to Chance. Absolutely. Uh, you have a game. If there's if there's anybody I miss on Twitter, it's Laz. Okay, I have a game. Now, the problem with this game is I realize that a lot of these are actually mean, and we don't slander on this show. I think we do a really good job of not saying mean things about players. So on the fly, I might try to tweak some of these so that they don't come across as like it's we're bashing. Not, it's not that we try to say mean things. We don't say mean things about players. It's we, we, we say negative things respectfully. It's how you do this job. It's how you keep relationships. You pinpoint what is negatively happening but you don't just say this person sucks or this person's that like you you point out the struggles and you do it in a respectful way i have had to learn the hard way that sometimes important people listen to this show and it has made me pull back on (laughs) i mean you should say your thoughts but yeah just don't be just don't yeah don't just call somebody say somebody sucks or i mean you can do what you want 
John Luer, that guy sucked. That guy was bad. <laughs> Shout out to John Luer. None of his people are here anymore. You okay, listen. So the first one is called the I'm Glad You Came Award. And this, yep, re, I hadn't said it out loud. And uh, this one is about a new addition to the team that is not Cade Cunningham, where maybe people were a little bit like, to start the year. And then by the end of the year, you were like, I'm glad you were here for the ride. Mm. Who would that go to? I think people would say the obvious choice is Marvin Bagley. Is that the obvious choice? But I'm I don't go- think that's the obvious I'm going choice. to go with Isaiah Livers. Okay, both not what I was thinking you were going to do, but this is your award show. So okay. He shooting, going to finish, I mean, again, small sample size. He started playing later in the year, but shot over 40, I think 45% from three, finished his last game 5 of 5, 14 points. Looks like a real NBA player. Um, from a media perspective, great dude, nice guy. Love having conversations with him, but he can, like, play. Like, he's an NBA player. Defensively has shown some real stuff, shown some chops, but – he can shoot the shit out of the ball. I haven't said this yet. Two or three weeks ago, I was like, I'm not going to gas up Isaiah Livers for scoring his first points. It's cool, but like, I just want to see him actually play real, legit minutes. Yeah, that Isaiah Livers teal jersey is going to fly off the shelves <laughs> next year. I love him. Love him. Love him. Okay. This one goes to, by the way, for the record, mine would have been Trey Lyles. Oh, does he count? Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, think about the that. Whole, the whole year. The whole year. Okay. Isn't it awkward that they did the team photo day at the end of the year so Carson Edwards was crammed in there? But it's like, you got here two days ago. I dude. think it Get makes more here. sense to do it at the end of the year, but I did oh, think it, I, but I think it was weird that Carson was in there, yes. It's a. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. You it almost kind of got to be like, yo, bro, Like, I know we just signed you, but just scoot yeah, over to you, the right a little bit yeah, more, a little yeah. bit more. Why don't you go stand by the photographer? and He'll get a good <laughs> angle while, while we all stand over here. Help him okay. take the photo. This one is the, go hold this light, you wish it went better than it did, but you're not mad that you did it award, officially calling it the Delta Airlines award. So this one goes to the guy who you had high hopes for this year, and it just never really seemed to come together for him. That is a good one. Um, And and for the record, you didn't give me these categories before. I just told you to make categories. Um, Yes. I would say... Is there one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there is. Because, like, everybody Everybody that struggled early picked it up. Um, well, there's one who was just f- kind of lame the whole time. I think I I th- I'll say this. I think Frank, not to his own doing, just the, inc- just the injury and a back injury is pretty serious. Like, he had – there were – like, he had some great moments. Like, there was the one – I mean, obviously, there was a time this year I was like, would you trade a first, a late first for, like, would you trade Frank for a late first? He was that good. And then, like, the back injury just messed him up, and he was never really the same. So, it's it's not his fault. But, like, we were, like, Frank seemed like a no-brainer part of the core, and I still think he is part of the core, but I don't know if it's as no-brainer now. Man, he's really out in the shit. He's in the Detroit scene. Like, he does stuff. It's He cool. loves, yeah, he loves Detroit. He loves... That dude, that's a good dude, man, and he can play. I just think if he gets his body right, and he just consistently like they they have the consistent rotation of nine guys, eight guys. Like I think Frank is going to be that guy. I just the reason he's I picked him for your award right there is like I said the back, and I think people got really excited when he really hit that stride, and then 
Um, he never really was able to recover from that. And also, you had to pick someone, and there really isn't that many guys this year that you could point at and be like, ugh, you know what I mean? Uh, two things, very quick sidetrack. One, I almost texted you on opening day and was like, how do it was in the, I turned it off after the sixth inning. The Tigers only had one hit, and I almost texted you and was like, what do we got to do to get the Tigers out of the mud? So I was like, I had big aspirations this year, big expectations, and they friggin' stink. By the end of the game, turns out they won. It was great. Uh, the reason that I'm saying, I don't remember why I'm bringing this up. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to move on to the next award. Why? That's right. Why was Stan Van Gundy there? Why was he at opening day? He loves Detroit, and I'm pretty sure I need to get this. I don't think he ever sold his house here. Like, I think he might snowbird it up. That's if not, so he's an, if, weird. If not, he's an honor. Do you love Michigan? Oh, of course, but why would Stan Van Gundy? Where are they from? He, I mean, he lives in in Florida in the off season. Or no, like I mean, in, like where, the, where are him and Jeff from? Do you know? California. Why is he here? Okay, cool, whatever. Um, this one, I'm actually going to change the name of it on the fly. It's called the Josh Jackson Award. Just score. Don't pass. Worst passer on the team is who? <laughs> um, it's easy for me. The worst passer. Ball stopper. Who's your pick? It's Jeremy. Come on. Yeah, I think that was the answer, but I thought he got better at the end of the year. He got better at it, but it's an aggregate thing where it's like if you play really and He actually said that in his extra interview. Like that was one thing he needs to work on. Oh, he said pass. Cool. Like that was like second. He said, okay. yeah, that's fair. I like that's a fine. That's still a fair him. Pick. But yeah, that's that's fair, yeah, yeah, I was trying to think if there was anybody else. Um. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like, if, if, hey, the self-evaluation is great, and I'm excited to see what he does in Portland next year um, for <laughs> C.J. Ellaby and Josh Hart. Well, wait. No, because Josh Hart's going to be here on draft night. That's what the deal is, right? Go to the next topic. Okay. Um, checked out. Never heard of her. This one goes to someone who, and again, it can't be Cade Cunningham, but someone who was always dialed. It's Sadiq. We don't need. He played in every single game. It's Sadiq. I don't need to do this one. What's the uh, category though? Like, what does it mean? Always just laser focus. Oh, Sadiq. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best style. Oh, if, in case you missed it, I had like heard rumblings throughout the year that like Pistons, the Pistons staff, like wanted Sadiq to like find another hobby besides basketball. <laughs> And like, cause he's just been playing so much and he puts in so much work. Like they think he could benefit from just like doing something like taking time off or something. Yeah. Go bowling. So during the exit interviews today, I asked Sadiq first question of the the press of his press conference. I was like, you haven't missed a game from with injury since high school. You played COVID year last year. From what I heard, you didn't take any time off after that. Went straight to team USA then straight to camp. Like, are you, are you going to make it a priority to take some time off? He's like, this was his answer. It has been recommended to me by the staff. <laughs> and he laughed. <laughs> I thought that was that was my favorite answer of uh Oh man, that's of, a joke of the day. Yeah, he's like it that has been recommended by the staff. Oh, I love that. Um Okay, we're gonna this one actually I think I might know this one. I'm gonna save this one for last, actually. Uh this one is the not on the cover award, which is the guy who you judged a book by its cover. And then you opened it up. It turns out, what a great guy. What an amazing dude this guy ended up being. I like that one. Um, Kelly, right? Are you talking about from like a personality standpoint? Yeah, yeah, just as a dude, as a dude. 
never th- I I was told when they signed him that he that he was cool. So I always I never had that bad notion. Um, gotcha. I guess Corey doesn't count because I covered Corey halfway through last year. Um, my pick is Hamadou. Hamadou, hmm. because during hmm. COVID year, the only interaction we really had with Hamadou was I mean the only interaction we had was through Zoom. So like you could tell he was an intense guy from watching him play and all that stuff. And you kind of didn't really like see like the playful side. But like he's a dude that like when you're just like walking if you just catch him at practice and you're just walking with him or you're just sitting and talking with him, like he's funny. He's like New York. Yeah. Yeah. You just wouldn't expect him to like he's a good like he's a real he's a cool dude. That's the one you don't expect. I didn't expect. Um I like Hamadou. Okay. Also, Sadiq's uh, personality is cool. Like, he seems so serious, but he's a really cool dude. This one, I think we all know the answer to. It's a love affair that has seemingly blossomed before our eyes, uh, unexpectedly, I should add. James's best friend of the year. Just a guy who you just can't get enough of. Love him. And it feels mutual, too. I mean... Say it. I mean, the only one guy told me I have the best shoe game in the league. There it is. Say so, his name. Sadiq Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, you couldn't see the little, the little like shoulder twitch that James did when he said his name, and so, his, he got all smiling. Oh, this is deep, The little hearts and Cupid shit flying around his head. Uh, so today, again during his ex interview, as has been a custom every time he does a press conference, he walked in, and I'm like, I wore some like I wore the Olympic sevens, the Tinker Olympic sevens, <laughs> and there was like the last pair I really haven't got off this year, and I did it purposely. I went home and changed after I got off the plane for City. He just walks in. Like, this time he just walks in. He just looks at me and smirks. He's like, it's every fucking day. <laughs> and I just laugh. I'm like, dude, you can't just, like, like, this is not, like, you're just hyping me. Like, it's just a shtick now. He's like, it's every day. Yeah. And it's funny. He's a funny dude, man. Shout out to Sadiq. Happy belated birthday. To probably him. probably not a worse thing to have. I'm sorry, not a worse thing. I meant to say not the worst thing. Probably not a better thing to have happen, though, than for a dude to be constant. Like, have, like, an inside joke with yeah. you. Because no, so now, uh, but here's the thing, is when he ends up getting shipped for Jalen Brown, I'm going to have to console you. You're going to be the one crying on no. Twitter. I yes, won't cry, but I do have, it is funny, like, the guys I've gotten the best work relationships with since I've been on the beat all got traded. <laughs> Andre, Luke, and Bruce. Sadiq, if you're listening, whoever's listening, Sadiq's agent, I don't know who in the in the organization is listening, cut off James's access to Sadiq Bay. <laughs> he can't talk to Sadiq anymore. Blacklisted. Pass. Relax. Don't want it anymore. If I see that, if I see the next story come out, question is, it was Sadiq Bay. I'm not turning on my TV on draft night. I'm turning my phone off because I already know how that story ends. <laughs> he's he's going to be. Gonna, th- he's going to get traded because he's because we talk. Oh man, uh, I was listening to the Nikias episode and I said something really dumb. I put Harry Giles in the same sentence as John Collins. And uh, Marvin Bagley, another yeah, right. weird thing where I put Bagley and Collins in together. Second time I mentioned that in this You're episode. Sicko. But in the same episode, I forgot about the game show that we played with him called uh, Mr. Krabs or Mark Cuban, where I would oh, read yeah. him quotes and he had to tell me if it was Mark Cuban or Mr. Yeah, Krabs. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, okay, that's every single award. Uh, Cade, unfortunately, did not win any, um, but stay tuned for the Motel No Awards because maybe he will then. 
which by the way isn't for i mean we have two months until that's even a conversation for the motown no awards it's probably close to two and a half months why the season's over it's always in june okay. after the finals it's like the espies i could <laughs> that's that's it's like competition right wave sports and entertainment launching their competitor the motown no awards to combat the espies tell me your three favorite things from this season Um, Cade pointing at Jalen Smith. Okay. No order. Well, no, this one is number one. The Bucks game. Okay. That's number one. And then, uh, I don't want to say. You're going to leave two off and I'm going to be shocked. I think if you had to rethink it, you, I think once I tell you this, you'll, you might rework. Just go ahead and tell me. Sadiq's 50 ball. <laughs> yes, that's, of course. Isaiah wanting to kill LeBron. So that was the one that I was, the reason I was pausing was because I was like, how do I say this? I, do, I didn't, I was, what I was going to say was, I don't want to say the altercation, but it felt like that was kind of a turning point for a lot of guys, Cade especially. You know, two weeks into his first year, however early that was in the season, it felt like it was a long time ago. It was in December though, so, you know, about a month in. Um, and Cade has to step up in that major way, you know, that quick to defend one of his guys. Uh, and so I'm not going to say that instead I will defer to the 50 ball. So it'll go the Bucks game, the 50 ball, and then Cade getting ejected for pointing at his own bench. <laughs> I forgot about the gosh. It's been a long season. I know. I was taught me and Rod and Amari had a drink after the game last night and we were talking about how we forgot that this year we did a week on zoom because of a COVID outbreak around christmas yeah it was weird because the pistons had like they were the one of the only teams in the league who had no cases and then a week later everyone everyone uh but that's not really something that we're worrying about anymore which well not worrying about it philly's going back to indoor mask mandate oh are they yeah the city of philadelphia so i don't know if that's like an ordinance that it takes time to get changed or whatever but yeah yeah man you're you're five in the books it was fun. It was good to get back out there. It was good to this was, get out there and, and and build relationships and do cool stories. This was my third year, I think, doing my whatever this is. I think this is my <laughs> third or fourth year. I think this is year three. I okay. think. Yeah, sounds uh, right. Technically four, but but as far as actually, you know, with people paying attention, it's technically only been three. Okay, James. I only um, skipped four road games this year. Gosh, I'm tired. Did thirty? I did. Man, I did thirty-seven. Come a long way, James. You had a tough summer. You got through it. You grinded through the year, and you made it. You're back on vacation, and you excited to watch Team X win a championship? The Phoenix Suns. Oh, I forgot I was going to do my ballot. Oh yes, really quick. We'll run through it. <sighs> Kia Most Valuable Player Award. I got five picks. Okay. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid. Tatum, Luka. Most improved, DeJounte Murray, Jaron Jackson, Darius Garland. Defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson, Rudy Gobert, Marcus Smart. Oh. Jaron leads the league in stocks. He's been really good defensively. Yeah. I'm not the only one that has him, defensive player of the year. This is a thing. I'm, I know it's a thing. Uh, Six okay. man, hero, love, Cam Johnson. Good, great, love that. The one you guys have been waiting for, Rookie of the Year, Giddy, Wagner, 
<laughs> Just kidding. Sangoon. Josh Christopher. <laughs> I went Cade Mobley Barnes. Coach of the year. Because I felt bad he didn't win it last year when he should have. Monty, Taylor Jenkins, Ime Udoka. Oh, you're gross. I'm sick. I'm sick. And Oof. the Suns are just kicking everybody's ass this year. Get the fuck out of here. You don't think Monty deserves coach of the year? He's Stop. the best team in Stop. the league. Stop. What What have you said the last three times we've talked I, about I, this? I, I, then I thought about it. The Suns are Who kicking everybody's ass. Nobody slipped me a bill. Don't do that. Okay, you're right, because that could get a little bit dicey. Nobody slipped me a bill. No. Are you fucking kidding me? You're allowed to change your opinions. That's not what this is. You're allowed to have a change of heart. I shouldn't have I'm prefaced saying, it with what I said that I felt bad he should have won it last year. I thought about it. The Suns are the, by far the best team in the league. We knew they were going to be good. Yeah, the, and but I'm they, not, we didn't I'm know they'd kick everybody's ass. I'm the I because when we originally did this, I said Monty, and you were like, "But I expect the Suns to be good." I said, you "I know, know I'm asked, I changed my mind. I got in front of the ballot, and I I got I chickened out." <laughs> first okay. team, first team all okay. rookie. Cade Mobley, Barnes, Wagner, Green. I almost, I chickened out the last second. I almost put Herb Jones over Jalen Green, but Jalen Green's been going nutty. It, it lately, yeah, the last month that he's been playing, you can't, yeah. Herb S- Jones is great, though. Yeah. Second team all rookie. Josh Giddy. Chris Duarte, Herb Jones, Bones Highland, Ayo Desumnu. First team all defense. Again, if you, if you tuned in late, I'm an idiot and accidentally forgot to put. Giannis, and this is why I hate voting, and I messed up, but here we yeah. go. First team all defense, Mikel Bridges, Jaron Jackson, Rudy Gobert, Marcus Smart, Drew Holiday. Uh, second team all defense, Evan Mobley, Matisse Steibel, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo. Giannis should have been on there. I'm sorry. Um, first team all Who NBA. Who would you bump? Who would you bump, just just so you have it out there? Uh, I would move... I could probably put Giannis at forward, so I would probably move. Uh, Bridges, the second team. I don't know. Like that's tough. Like it dep- it's also like the guards. I just yeah, I don't know. I messed up. Okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. First team All NBA: Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Doncic, Tatum. Second team All NBA: DeRozan, Durant, Towns, Morant, Curry. Third team All NBA: LeBron, Siakam, Gobert, Paul, Booker. So there's one name thing- missing who ha- there's one name missing and this guy has an extension on making an all NBA team. Trey Young. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's tough. But your thing with LeBron is that he just hasn't played enough games, right? Hasn't played enough games and um Yeah, hasn't played enough games, and I think I mean he was really, really, really good, but if we're gonna not okay certain guys for their teams underachieving like he's not invincible i don't disagree and here's the thing is he's gonna get on a team either way and, and it's he also doesn't he also day. just kind of stopped playing defense yeah i mean but you know that's lebron so i mean yes. listen i've been the guy who's for the last so do you think he should have been second team i think it's i don't care i think if it, it, it i think De- me, i think DeRozan and durant were more deserving I agree. My thing, all NBA teams, to me, don't matter. I'm not Bill Simmons. I don't care. I care about who, like, even all defensive teams, like, they're cool. In the moment that they are happening, they're cool because it's a fun little reflection. And, like, using Blake Griffin as an example, like, he made third-team All-NBA. I will always remember that, right? It was, like, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, Kevin Durant, 
uh, Blake Griffin and somebody else. Like it was M- like former MVPs on the same team as him, and I'll always remember that because it's my player. But other than that, I'm, when I start talking about how great a player is, the first thing that I'm not going to mention is like, well, this is the guy who's made six first team All NBAs and two third team All. Like I'm not going to do that because yeah, I don't yeah. care. Has he yeah. won MVPs? Has he won a most improved? Like has he done anything like that? Cool. So I don't care about like the, those teams. Uh, for what it's worth, I agree with all of them and my favorite thing that you did was putting Tatum on the first team uh because you're right um yeah, I'm worried about them the, the guards I'm worried about um the regard Boston in, in the in the playoffs just because of uh Robert Williams yeah tearing up his knee it's tough. uh are we riding with Phoenix though let's ride with Phoenix I'm there with you in spirit but I'm there I'm with Milwaukee I respect it your squad okay cool all right you got the block s today James Got any closing thoughts? It's a hard hat. I like. It's not a hard hat. It's a it's a regular yeah, hat. But it's hard. But it's hard. Yeah. But it's hard. It'd be really it'd be a really good bit if you showed up wearing a block ass <laughs> Michigan State hard hat. That would be hard. Uh, hard, okay. hard, hard. Got any got any closing thoughts? Uh, thank you guys for following along this season. We are not done. Um, we'll go through the summer. Um, we will, like I said, we may switch to Tuesdays. We will let you guys know. DJ Baker will be on a special extra edition of Thursday episode of Bun and Cardigan. Thank you for loving. Thank you for being here. Thank you for and I'm taking agreed. next week off. So leave me alone. Okay. Don't tweet at me about draft stuff. Are we taking next week off? No. Well, no, we're doing... <laughs> well, well we're right, but if Rob we were... We'll figure that out. People don't need to worry about that. They just... There will be an episode on Monday that people... Or Tuesday, whatever day Monday or Tuesday, to be. Yeah. And DJ has agreed to do a four and a half hour podcast, by the way. So you will have yeah. uh, a really... I don't want to get people excited. Uh, but we will have that to you guys on Thursday. Already, James. Well, how do I do this? If uh, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars. Leave a review. Subscribe if you're feeling generous. That would be really cool. And if you're on Spotify, you can also leave five stars. We're still at five stars on Spotify. That hasn't dipped. And the fact that I just – because I'm Apple. I never checked. Uh, yeah, no, we have like a, uh, I don't remember how many reviews, but we are still at 5.0. I've never uh, looked at the reviews on Spotify. Thank you, guys. Th- there aren't reviews. You can only do stars, oh, okay. which is probably good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will catch you guys in the next one. Pings.